What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with a very quick episode of the E1B2 podcast. Uh, I know this is a bit out of the box, but this is actually the most practical tip that I can give. And I think I may have talked about this probably like in episode six or seven, like literally six or seven. Um, When it comes to respecting and understanding the context of your employees from a workflow perspective, living into their diversity or living into the inclusion aspects you can provide or living into the way they want to restructure the workflow. Let me give you a very practical example. Um, sales Salesmen, salesmen and saleswomen for like medical device companies, cars, um, watches, uh, insurance, any type of salesperson, typically manager, right? They're learning and development tools and programs. There are best practices that these managers follow. And one of those best practices is they always tell other managers and at an organizational level to lead the employees, the new hires, and have those new hires follow a system, follow the plan, follow what works, follow the crumbs, if you will, of the hundreds of people before you that have made tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or sometimes millions of dollars. And I think that is a good lesson at an operational level, and I understand it. But something that I think a lot lot more companies need to think about as it pertains to salesmen and saleswomen and as it pertains to sales overall is if you're creating a very empathetic, you know, diversity-based, inclusion-based, living into someone's reality and context-based learning and development program and tool for the sales space, a very tangible, practical example of that would be not to force them to do what has typically worked. Maybe their first six lines when they introduce themselves to the front desk in a doctor's office is a little bit different than the traditional 80 or so people before them. Maybe the way that they, you know, follow up on the second and third visits is a bit different. Maybe based off of certain anxiety they have or certain uncomfortability they have, maybe the lines they use, the words they use, their, their elements of building a relationship is different. But at the end of the day, if the objective result is what you guys all hope for, which is to close the sale, then there should be zero ego involved in that process. And so this is a very tangible concept that I know a lot of tech companies can can utilize a lot. A lot of companies overall in the startup sector can utilize because a lot of companies right now have sales people. And so I understand there are playbooks in place for reasons at operational level to hit scale. But at the end of the day, if you're figuring out that either A, something is not working or B, when a new hire comes into the organization and they see this playbook and they immediately realize that it does not fit their best practices and success they've had previously, do not be afraid. Do not be cautious or hesitate to live into their suggestions around how they want to adjust what they're trying to provide and execute against as long as the objective result of driving success for the company is met. So that is, again, I just wanted to give a very tangible example of what this looks like because you have no idea how many times I've seen companies provide scripts and playbooks that typically work for the 90% of the salespeople, but maybe there's a 10% that also can provide a lot of value, but they wanna tweak some of the words, they wanna tweak some of the best practices. So just wanted to give this very practical example because I know a lot of startups have salespeople and uh, this is just something really tangible to think about. So just wanted to give my thoughts and uh, appreciate you guys.